Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell Podcast. This week we're going to talk about Chelsea Handler's brand new show, Chelsea, Azalea Banks, Megan Trainer, The Meddler, and The Amazing Race. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. <sighs> Those are good topics. I gotta open this up. Does it sound good? Sponsored by Diet Coke. Sponsored by Diet Coke. We cracked the can. What's up? Um, nothing. What's I'm going on? craving a sip of that drink in just a few seconds. Here, mm, here we go. Okay, so first we're going to talk about Chelsea Handler's brand new show, Chelsea. I love Chelsea Handler. There are things about her, even from the beginning, that I have not liked about her. I've always questioned this persona. It's like half empty now. That's amazing. We really are ripped off by things like Diet Coke. You know how much money I've spent on Diet Coke? <laughs> I could cry. Okay. Chelsea Handler. I've always questioned her like drunk drug persona. You don't think it's real? I think it is real. I think she likes to drink. Yeah. I think that she probably takes a really good sleeping pill. And I think that she has probably tried most drugs. Yeah. Just because she's an adventurous, curious gal. Absolutely. Do I think that she's going to parties three times a week and boozing and doing meth? No. Obviously not. Do I think she's drunk 24 hours a day like Blake Shelton pretends to be? No. I think that is a persona that she... I mean, first of all, she has a, she had a talk show five days a week. Right. It was like, all, Oh, yeah, that's right. You know was. what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah, she's yeah, not... Yeah. I always wonder, who watches talk shows on Fridays? I don't. Or like on Friday night. Older Isn't that weird people, that they're yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, too, to think like back in the day, all the hit shows came on Saturdays. Like Mary Tyler Moore, I Love Lucy. They were all Saturday night. That's crazy to think about. That's weird. Um, so anyway, Chelsea Handler has a new talk show called Chelsea. It's on Netflix. It's the first talk show they've ever had on Netflix. Yeah. It comes on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Mm. In my mind, it should be like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Or no. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No. That's even weirder. Later, or maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-mm. It just is an odd, random day. The last three days of the week is like you unwinding with her. You know what I mean? Okay. That's what I feel like you're at the end. You're at the you're at the hump day, and you're going to the don't mid, say hump. You're going to the end of the week, and you're just gonna talk. Yeah. I don't like the setup of it. So I was nervous going into it because she kept using the word political. Yeah. And there was zero talk about her having celebrities yeah. in her prim in her like describing it. Right. She made it sound like she was basically gonna talk about the election. For six months, or like, you know, I mean, that was going to be the show. Right. So the first episode, she has the Secretary of Education from, like, the White House. Yep. She has Chris Martin. Pitbull. Pitbull. But he talks about education. So it wasn't like a normal kind of Pitbull interview. That's right. The second episode, though, so the first episode I really was not into. I thought, I mean, first of all, it's the first one, but they had these little, like, skits. Yeah. They were all terrible. They had, like, a fake advertisement for Netflix that she had done. For university, It reminded me of Amy Schumer. Exactly. Like, so dumb. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like the whole time she was trying so hard to be funny about things that just weren't that funny. Mm -hmm. And I don't question that she's a very intelligent woman. I've always thought that. Absolutely. And I'm sure that in real life, she likes to talk about things other than, like, Drew Barrymore's hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, wasn't Drew Barrymore in the first episode? Yes, she was. Yeah, that's who it was. Um, 
But at the end of the day, when you're watching a talk show about celebrities, if you want to stray from them doing the typical promotional baloney, yeah. just talk about them in real life. Exactly. You don't have to give them like a serious subject to make your show seem like for a higher brow crowd. I'll also say this. For the first episode after her monologue, there were like three laughs the entire show. That's true. I saw, I wonder what that audience was thinking. They were like, what is this? The studio layout is weird too. Yeah, it is. The guests, when she's talking to them, the are to the left yeah. of where people are sitting. Yeah. So they're basically l- literally like looking over their yeah, shoulder. Yeah, the seats them. are facing a, a monologue a area that she yeah. only uses for five minutes. Exactly. But then after the first episode, it basically just became Chelsea Lately again. Minus the panel at the beginning, which I, always, I honestly got to the point where I was fast-forwarding through that towards the end. Yeah. So she had Gwyneth Paltrow on, and they talked about her sex toys or whatever that that was a big deal yeah and she basically talked and i thought that was interesting that she talked about how like that is her real life like she does buy things that are fifteen hundred dollars so it was fifteen hundred or fifteen thousand i don't remember whatever you know what I'm saying? she's saying i thought, I thought it was crazy yeah it was she's like saying she does shop in highbrow stores and high-end brands just because she can so well i mean that's her life yeah. and she's like a product of rich people she's ha- she now i mean she's married to chris martin yeah she's a successful actress like of course she's not shopping at kmart well yeah so duh. i do give her credit for just being who she is anyway so once it got into it i thought chelsea's sitcom i mean uh, her show was great i'm curious to see what it stay what it stays into though like the third episode she had the cast of captain america and that felt very much like a regular talk show yeah because they just talked basically about the talk show i mean about like whatever they're promoting She's so likable. I love her. Why did they take the second episode down, do you think? I think that's just a glitch. I want to watch it. Yeah, I know. They'll um, put it back up. Overall, I think it's good. I would love to see what it's like in person. Yeah. We should I'm curious to see how long this lasts, though. I just thought, are a lot of people really going to sit and watch us three days a week? Mm. Like, I know I will because I'm a freak. But, like, will regular people? People watched her on a daily basis, didn't they? Yeah, but that's on your DVR. And this is on Netflix. So I, I don't know. I guess people watch Netflix the same way they watch stuff it'll, like that It'll anyway. exist there for whatever, however much longer it'll be on. I think they will. That's true. Okay. I'll accept it. Moving forward. Okay, so next we're going to talk about Azealia Banks. So Azealia Banks is... First of all, if you don't know who she is, you're normal. Yeah, you're not missing out. She's a rapper who came out about five-ish years ago. Yeah. She never really had a hit. She's, I don't even think she's been featured on a hit. But she was very internet famous. Yeah, she And like, like MTV kind of famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was always on the MTV stuff, yeah. I remember. And they always show her videos like where she was crazy like a vampire exactly. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so she's a rapper. She's sort of like Nicki Minaj if she didn't have a filter. And I know that doesn't say a lot because Nicki Minaj is already kind of crude sometimes. But she sort of has a similar style, I think. She raps about very pop culture-y kind of things. Yeah. And it's all kind of like in your face, yeah. like kind of rap. Um, but also kind of the antithesis of it. Yeah. And she's basically made a career off of being awful to people on the internet. Yeah. She was supposed to have an album years ago. She got signed to... I can't remember. I think it's Island. Uh, yeah, Island definitely. I think yeah. you're right. And they didn't like any of the music she was coming out with. And so they kept pushing her album, pushing her album. And eventually they dropped her and she like self-released the album. Independently released the album. Yeah. And 
she's never really found her footing after that. That's true. She just has sort of existed on the internet. And it's kind of written on these weird 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. 15 seconds of fame. And so she, anyway, came back into the news about a week or so ago for supporting Donald Trump. That was the first, like, that was the moment. Interesting enough, she had a song that came out last week. So she's trying to push, you know, she's trying to promote her Time music right, yeah. by being, like, getting a rise out of people on the internet. For sure. Which is fine, because that's been her, like, she used to attack Iggy Azalea all the time. Yeah. Because people always called, confused her and Iggy Azalea. Cause Remember she out. did that radio interview and she started crying. Yeah. And she was, like, saying that she's taking away, like, rap culture. And yeah. Like, Get over it. So she's already, so she came, and then two days later she said that Zayn Malik, the guy from One Direction, copied her music video and then basically drug him through the mud in every, like, racist, homo phobic way that you could ever drag somebody on Twitter. I love it. This girl, Sky Jackson, is that her name? Yes. Yeah. She's on Nickelodeon. Yeah. She defended Zane. Yes. And then Azalea drug her in the mud too. Yes. And she's like 15. Maybe even younger than that. Yeah. It's, but Sky shut her down in one tweet. She's exactly. like my cuz she's famous from those memes where she's like sitting there with her hair all done. Right. And she said, my memes are famous and you are done. The end. That's You're right. I mean, that's true. And that girl has a career. Literally. So they eventually took Azalea Banks's Twitter down. I wonder if it's still down. I'm going to check. Inter- that, that to me is interesting because people write awful stuff on Twitter all day, every day. They don't take their accounts down. Well, that's the thing. I don't think they take down people's accounts who don't matter. Mm-hmm. When it comes to famous people, when they're, I was reading all these app messages that they were sending to Twitter. Yeah. They're like, you literally take down everybody else's uh, Twitter accounts for saying similar things because it violates the whatever it's called, the terms and conditions. Yeah. So it makes sense. I've reported stuff to Facebook before for bullying, and they've never, they always leave it up. What do you mean bullying? Like when people have said mean things on Facebook. About you? Yeah. You report it? I have like once or twice. I have, um, I reported my friend, I report spam. Yeah. Almost always. Oh yeah. And then I just got a message saying it's taken down. So that's hit or miss. I don't know if I've ever reported something for like bullying or like cyber bullying. (laughs) Okay. So that's Azalea Banks. She apologized. Yeah, of course. But she did exactly what she set out to do, which is her name was all over the news for one week. Her song probably got about 10,000 more listens than it would have gotten had that not Did you see what she happened. said? No. She said, now that the immediacy of the infamous incident has worn off, I've had some time to decompress and take more rational assessments of things. I want to extend my serious apolo- sincerest apologies to the world, employing racial, sexual slurs, stereotypes, and attempts to make fun of or degrade another person or group is absolutely unacceptable. Allowing my anger to get the best of me, I've managed to insult millions of people without reason. I give my deepest apologies. PR statement, PR statement, PR statement. Literally. She didn't write that. Some publicist wrote that. Duh. Okay, so next we're going to talk about Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer's new CD came out this week. Yeah. She had two major events happen. First, she pulled her music video for Me Too, which was my song of the week last week. Yeah. Hey. Uh, she pulled the music video down about an hour after it went up because she said that they used a different airbrushing of her body than they had previously shown her. First of all, I didn't even know you could, like, distort video like that. 
Like to make somebody skinny while they're moving. You need to watch Kelly Clarkson's videos. Catch My Breath was when she was almost at her biggest. She is smaller than Patrick. Like is she wearing like like a green screen no. dress? She's wearing this one of those dresses that like literally has strips that go right over your yeah. boobies and then it's got like okay, a waist. Yeah, yeah. And she looks amazing. She How has weave for days. Now they aren't as good, but that one I was like, yes, Kelly, she looked good. How do they do that? How do they go? It's magic. I don't know, but but Megan Trainer, if they just went, you know, they're just like but cutting into your body. It's, I mean, obviously, it's the magic of movie making, but like, it just wouldn't make sense that that would work with the background. Yeah, you know what I mean. But maybe the background is fake, so who knows? I think they just like zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, and they go ring, and then they do zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, because it really, it's moving honestly. so quickly. What's interesting to me is that the rest of the video, the part that she cut, that she freeze framed on her Twitter or Instagram or whatever, I understand what she's saying. However, the illusion that she has, even in the uncropped one, is still not real. She's in a waist trainer, I'm sure 18 pairs of Spanx. Yes. That's not her natural body. Yeah. First of all, if you watch her five seconds earlier in the video when she's in that onesie, she got a belly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she doesn't. So it's like... I think that's the bigger issue. The music video was terrible. It was not a good music video. No. And it's a great song. Absolutely. I would rather her... It, to me, that's a song that needed like... Um, where it's like fans singing along. You know what I mean? Like, on their computers. No. And you know what I mean? Like, me, one of those stupid, like, fan videos. This song needed something more like, no. Where it like, was a like, poppy, exactly, like, typical, like a, club, like a Britney Spears like, video. Okay, sure. Yeah. That song is such a jam, though. So, anyway, so she took it down. She put it back up the next day. Yeah. I think it was a good statement for her to make that she doesn't want to be cropped. She wants people to know that she's not trying to chop her body up and that she's accepting how her real size yeah and i think it was partially a pr stunt i think the le- the level that she took it to and the magnitude she took it to was obviously to get a rise out of people right i think everything is fake i'm starting to really think everything single thing is fake i was watching the real world today and they brought this boy in to uh-huh. be nice to the girl that everybody's being mean to and all i thought was do you think the producers brought him in and said you need to hook up with this girl so she has somebody to talk to yeah, probably. I can't watch any. I literally can't watch anything. Um, okay, so that's that. She also was on Jimmy Fallon. And ate it. And fell. I watched it hunt, uh, literally a hundred times. So funny. <laughs> and a lot of people on the internet said that was not real. Absolutely not. You don't think it was real? No. You don't think she really fell? No. Oh, I do. And I will say he's the biggest loser of the wor- in the world. He was laughing and like tiptoed over. Oh, I was I like, too. There was not a single producer, cameraman, anything to run over. Regardless of the fact that it's Megan Trainer on TV and like the cameras are all rolling, a woman just fell on her butt in front of you. It's funny. He's a comedian. Yeah, but he didn't even go... There was no immediacy to her. Like, what if she broke her leg or something? Chances are she didn't. You you would laugh. Let me tell moment. you this. If I ever fall on camera, I want you to run over and help me I out. I promise you not. I will not. We'll I'm, send a... Uh, what do you call it? First of all, this mic is making too much noise. What am I doing wrong? I don't know. I think there's a ghost. Oh, God. Help us. Y'all pray. Um, so, her <laughs> CD is great. It's it's it. okay. Her first CD I thought was a good time. It's all that doo-woppy kind of stuff, and she stuck to a very strict theme. And some songs it really worked, and some songs I thought were fluff. Her first CD I would say is like fifty percent singles, fifty percent fluff. Yeah. This CD I would say is like seventy thirty. Good songs. So there's a lot fluff. of really good songs, but there are some 
like real clunkers, especially towards the end of the CD. Yeah, I don't see myself listening to it. Just uh, no and whatever it's called on repeat. Yeah. Until the next single, which I'm sure will be good. Yeah, it's good. She's a really, I think that she's like figured out her neat niche mm-hmm. which is just like fun fluffy pop music right it does it, there's nothing no like i think that like there's too many people trying to be like selena gomez right now mm-hmm. and sort of making that same kind of music and she's doing something totally different yeah and even her first c she was doing like that her own sort of style right. and so i give her credit for sticking to doing her own lane which not a lot of people do anymore everybody sort of makes the same kind of music mm-hmm. over and over i still hate her though there, I know what you mean. There is something a little irritating, especially about her voice. You're meeting her tomorrow, so I'm very I'm meeting curious. her tomorrow. Yeah. I can't, and I'm trying to figure out how to word, I really appreciate the fact that you stand up for fat people without saying fat people. I gotta figure mm, that out. I'm not sure you should say that. What am I supposed to say? Hey, Megan, what up, girl? I love your song. And then just walk away. Luckily, if it's like most CD signs there, I'll literally get to blink at her and that'll be it. Next, we're gonna talk about The Meddler. First of all, Adrian was in it. Y'all need to go see it. I'm in the first like five seconds of the movie. Good luck trying like... to find it in theaters first of oh, all. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Meddler is a movie with Susan Sarandon. If you haven't seen the trailer, you should at least Google the trailer. Because it'll be on Netflix in like a month. Susan Sarandon plays the mother to Rose Byrne. And they live in, she lives in Los Angeles. It was interesting for us, especially because we work at the Grove and the movie is filmed like basically all around the Grove. And they filmed it at the Apple store when Adrian was working. Yes. A good few months ago. It was, apparently, like you said, I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Fall of last year. I was still working downstairs selling stuff. And they told me like two days before, they're like, they're going to be filming a movie here we may need people so like you possibly can come in i was like okay and i volunteered and then they texted me at like 9 p.m the night before and said you have to be here at 7 a.m so it was three hours before the store opened and two uh like two and a half hours before people got there Mm. and they filmed all the stuff inside very quickly but i think they came back later to do more upstairs that's amazing and she was at my table and I was pretending to sell a, a woman a phone. And you could see me talking to that woman and her barely standing there. At first, I didn't realize that that's what it was. Like, I thought she was going to be walking in front of the store or something. But I was yeah. like, oh, wait. They're, like, looking at her yeah. inside the store. And then you can see me. You're literally the first shot in the movie. I Like, like second. Yeah, she's in bed. And then she's in the store. That was that. insane. You were just there. We were screaming. <laughs> I'll have to get it on DVD. Yeah, I'm going to get it for... I told you I'm going to get everybody for uh, <laughs> like, holiday. Just sign the cover. <laughs> Starring Adrian Gomez. Exactly. So it's basically about Susan Sarandon who hovers over her daughter. Yeah, who's like in her thirties. Exactly. And it's a lot about loss and like what happens when like your partner dies, Moving sort of home. about aging. Yeah. It was very Empty sweet. Nester. Exactly. A very sweet movie. Oh my gosh, yeah. Susan Sarandon, I've said this a million times, I've told you this a million times, she always makes me a little sad because I feel like when she was like in her 30s, she was playing women in their 50s. And then when she got to be in her 50s, she disappeared. So I always never really understood why she, in the age where she's most age appropriate, sort of disappeared. Weird. But do you think the roles just weren't there? I I guess, but she's Susan Sarandon, and she's always popped up and stuff, which makes me think there are still roles for her. There are so many women in that, like, 35 to, like, 60 range you never see, and I always think, are they just, 
they got burnt out and now they have money so they can just rest. Maybe. Like, I know Melanie Griffith, and and also a lot of these women get horrible plastic surgery and, like, Meg Ryan, Melanie Griffith, and it's like, they can't be a normal person. Lisa Rinna. Yeah. Ugh. Um, anyway. But, like, I think, like, Diane Lane. Where is Diane Lane? Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, but she's in it for, like, five minutes. Superman she was in for the whole time. Yeah, but even that, like, more. I want more of her. You want, like, a Diane Lane movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 Nights of Nice for Dante is so good. Oh, we have to. I was a full Alex Pinkus. You're listening to this. She fell in the theater when it started. That was the funniest moment of my entire life. Going up the stairs? Yes, we were late to the movie already. And she's going to murder me for saying this. And she just fell, bit it hardcore. She slammed the drink on the ground and went everywhere. And this is the saddest movie ever. Yeah. And we're cackling like hyenas. It, she <laughs> she tried funny. to grasp onto something and she was falling. And she did it. It That's was funny. so fun. The best fall I've ever seen in my entire That's life. That's funny. Um anyway god bless but anyway the meddler is a great movie yes, and I a perfect recommend. example of the kind of movies that susan serena should be making absolutely i hope that this gets her nominated or at least acknowledged enough to where it opens doors back up for her exactly right because she's incredible also rose Byrne is another one who i think has never really found her moment but she i mean she was incredible too yeah she's in a lot of movies but like She's just not quite to that level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like you go see a movie for Rose Byrne. Yeah. Soon, I think. Yeah. She'll have like an Emily Blunt moment. Yeah, exactly. You Emily Blunt I mean? is like becoming... A star. Exactly. Yeah. Where she's like in everything. And yeah. you go see movies like for her. Exactly. Which I'm glad about because she's incredible. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about The Amazing Race. Oh, yeah. So this season on The Amazing Race, they had, if you haven't watched it yet and you actually watch it... Skip this part. Uh, they had social media people. Right. Most of the people I had never heard of. Agreed. Actually about... It was like 50-50. Absolutely. They had that boy who was a magician on Vine. Seen him. They had Tyler Oakley and Corey. Tyler Oakley, obviously, is the most famous. He's like an actual celebrity. Yeah. He's not like you. I would say he's not YouTube famous. He's like famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Is he famous? In a lot of ways. Like, I don't think my mom would know. She does, because I talked to her about but it. But he's like, more or less universal. Yeah. You know he's been I mean? on Ellen. Absolutely. Um, so, Teller Oakley was on it. They had a lot of people that, like, they have huge followings. Like, those, the ultimate Frisbee boys from yeah. Florida. But, like, I don't know who they are. Yeah. I don't really watch YouTube, though. All season, though, Tyler was frontrunner. Exactly. So, Tyler Oakley, for, I thought before it started yeah. that they would have him... That he would be gone early because mm-hmm. they barely showed him in the commercial. And I thought either he goes all the way and they're trying to like tease just, it. Yeah, tease yeah. it. Or he goes quickly and they don't have a lot of footage of him. But they didn't show him that much in any of the advertisements, which I thought was a miss, a miss opportunity. Advertisers show with the biggest star. Like, let's be real. Um, and so, anyway, he was in the front runner the entire season. They won five weeks. They were first. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they completely bid it and these dancers won. It was a weird season to begin with, in my mind, it, it, because they didn't focus on the dancers yeah, ever yeah. throughout the season. So by the end, when they won, I was like, "And like, I don't know them. Like, right. you don't know." Usually, by the, when they get down to like five or six on a reality Those show, like standouts. You you kind of know, like you already yeah. kind of know because those people have been featured to such a degree. You exactly. already know them really well. Yeah. This couple, they only showed them when they were fighting. 
So I, I was remember, like, yeah. And that was it. And then the rest of the time, they just were like the other team that was yeah. going through the race. So it was sort of anticlimactic. But I just wondered if Tyler is upset. Uh, yes and no. I think he is the most famous, so he has yeah. money regardless. But I will say this. It is the only season that has kept me thoroughly interested. He I made, think maybe it made me like more. him more yeah. afterward. Yeah. I would go back and forth with him. Yeah. His documentary made me really kind of not like him. Because I thought he just sort of treated his fans a little poopy. Well, I see him at work, walking around all the time and at the Grove, and he's always super nice. So nice to Robert yeah. when Rob goes up to him. He stood at the counter in and out and talked to Rob for like five minutes one time. And I thought, what a nice boy. What was he supposed to do, like run away from him? <laughs> Rob is scary, he should have run. Um, so now we're going to take our question of the week. This comes from Daniel Bass. Didn't tell me where you're from. I did go to high school with a boy named Daniel Bass. If that's you, hey, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. What are the chances? It has to be him. <laughs> okay, Daniel Bass, he plays the drums. He did play the drums. Hi. Um, so he asks... The question also throws me off because this, uh, we don't talk about Bravo a lot. Do we not like the housewives? Mm, I think there are better shows on Bravo, but I do think like what? Like Top Chef. That million dollar list. Million dollar list. I made you turn that off. That sucked. You, you said it's fake, but there is nothing quite like the real housewives because it's so entertaining here's why why i will never fully invest in the housewives i think that my the most off-putting thing is that they are a bunch of women who do not know each other Mm -hmm. but come on tv and fight yeah like dance moms they fight but at least they know each other in real life they've grown up the housewives they are just random women that were cast on this show why would they fight each other i know Huh? Who's the one tardy for the party? What's her name? Kim. Kim Zolciak. I remember she, the whole uh, controversy behind her was that she filmed her audition tape mm-hmm. in like her friend's house, pretending it was hers. Because <laughs> she didn't really have money. Yeah. And she was dating that guy. Well, it's it like was... Nini got arrested for like stealing bread or something. <laughs> Don't bring that up. Poor Nini. Why would you throw her under the bus like that? <laughs> Sorry. I, I didn't saying, even know that. Yeah, her mugshot. They sell it in West Hollywood. I've seen it on a t-shirt. She looks awful. <laughs> she looks like that before picture of Lil' Kim, before she was a white woman. Have you seen Lil' Kim recently? Yeah. She looks like a ghost. She looks terrifying. <laughs> Have you ever seen that woman around the Grove who looks like a ghost and she's wrapped in all white? And she has a little thing that goes up. Yeah, she has a yeah. turban like Whoopi Goldberg in For Color Girls. But she, you know, she's at the Golden Globes. I see every year. I see, or at SAG Awards, one of them, I see her on the red carpet. I swear to God. The I'm ghost? Not, yes. I swear. Maybe you're seeing a ghost. Maybe you're seeing her to a deeper level than I Okay, am. last thing about Real Houses. Which one is your favorite out of all of them? Not one woman, but like show, incarnation. Well, I've only really watched two to an extensive degree, and that would be New York. Yeah. And I only watch it when Bethany is ever on there. And that's because, eh, yeah, and that's what it is. And Beverly Hills. Yeah. Because I like, I think all those women are pretty entertaining. Atlanta uh, is so bull. You see, I like Atlanta, yeah. New York, mm-hmm. New Jersey, and then the OG Orange County. And see, I've barely watched any of New Jersey or Orange yeah. County. Is What's her face? When does her season come back? The one who got arrested? Teresa, when does she come back? That I will watch. Probably in the next. She should year have or a two. spinoff where she talks about going to prison. Yeah, like I want to hear her talk about what it was like in, on the inside. That would be good. 
Yeah, I don't know. I like the Housewives. It just is not something I can. Also, I watch enough garbage. I cannot commit to exactly. I was just gonna six say that. seasons of other shows. Yeah, I just don't think we're we're able to commit to it. We can turn it on and like watch it for twenty minutes. Because multiple. Oh, I did watch uh, a couple episodes of the new one. Where are they, Dallas? Oh yeah, that was bad. that was the worst show I've ever yeah. seen. In my life. I saw Alex, if you're watching that, stop. It is not good. They had a big hat party and yeah. the girl goes with like a swamp hat yeah. on. I was like, what am I committing myself to? But I was in an airplane, so it's okay. I was watching it on the airplane, too. Hmm. So now, oh, if you want to email us a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Daniel. Now your song you can't get enough of. Vacation by Florist. probably will hate it now here's the thing i, I just think vacation I've only, I've only heard the npr tiny desk concert version and that was really good so i have no idea what this one sounds like but i'm gonna throw it out there give it a shot why not okay uh, my song of the week is peter pan by kelsey ballerini Never thought. 
Who's that? She's that girl who sings that horrible country song Dibs that I always play y'all. Where she says, What tell me what's your status? Oh yeah. <laughs> and Patrick always says HIV positive. <laughs> anyway, she has a new song. It's her first ballad. It's called Peter Pan. I played it for you in the car the other day, so don't act like you and never heard it. Um, but anyway, I think she's great. I also give her credit for being a woman who has made it in country music. Both her first two songs went to number one. That's like unheard of nowadays in country music. In the top 40 right now, there are three women. Three. <laughs> out of 40 spots. That's absurd. So good for you. Next. Uh, so next, <laughs> this week you are looking forward to... Um, I want to see Money Monster. Oh yeah. We're going to see that tomorrow. I think we'll see that tomorrow. I think I'm looking forward to that. I'm also going to be in Austin, Texas on Sunday. When do you leave? Sunday. <laughs> When are we doing the podcast? Saturday? I guess so. We'll figure it out. But I will be in Austin, Texas for a week. <sighs> I don't like that. Uh... Um, this week I'm looking forward to two finales. Survivor, my uh, favorite, and the end of RuPaul. RuPaul's... Oh, that's right. That's right. I love when it's this time of year. Call because now who's going to win. Kimchi. Yeah, I think so too. All the... Um, so, spring shows go away and it's time for all the summer shows so many good reality shows coming on this summer are you the one home free home free big brothers about to come back american ninja warrior i might watch america's got talent because simon cowell is going to be on there at least the auditions yeah. i like simon cowell so it's going to be him howard stern howard stern is not on there him mel b mm-hmm. heidi klum mm-hmm. and howie, howie. Interesting. And I think Howie will be done soon. You know, like he was a comedian, like in the eighties. Weird. I see his records all the time in Amoeba, and I think who was buying a Howie Mandel record? Oh, did you ever see Little Monsters? Yes. Oh yeah. He that's was the him. blue guy. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. Who's yours? Mine is Facebook. Facebook edits your trending topics, so if they don't want something to be trending, they take it down. They also buy how you react to things on Facebook. That is so absurd to me. The whole point of a trending topic is what's trending. What do you mean? And not, not even to get political, because I know there's all this political mess tied into it, and they've, they were removing all these conservative people from trending and all that. But it's like the fact that they're editing, and they were saying a lot of like networks and stuff are buying the trending topics now, like E especially is, mm-hmm. is one of the ones they called out. It's like, uh, it just frustrates me. It's like, that's opposing the whole point of it being a trending topic is so that it can be. Well, you know, twi- I mean, Twitter, Yeah, you can buy promotion. To oh, yeah. But it says, it, so at just... least on there, it says promoted. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not just like Captain America, you know, they're removing things. They, I mean, first of all, the dumbest stuff ever is always trending on Twitter. Yeah. It's never normal stuff. It's always like, happy birthday, Harry Styles. Yeah. He cut his hair, by the way. But he has yet to take a picture of it. Well, he had that little hat on. You could kind of see it. It just really looked like he used to look. You want to hear mine? Yeah. Did you hear about Emma Watson? Oh, yeah. I almost wrote that to talk about, but I thought, what will we really say? Right. So I think it's a good thing to end on. I just think, how dumb can you be? And I don't understand Simon Cowell was also named in that. Yeah, but I don't understand her explanation. She said that she did it to be private. 
Yeah, huh? like, that doesn't make sense. It's like on a on a reason of anonymity. See, what's interesting about that is I was looking through the thing on Facebook, like where you can see like what people are writing about it, and almost all the comments were still so positive about oh, her because people like her. Absolutely. And I just saw they were making sort of light of it, and I thought public opinion is such a weird thing. I think thing. it was mostly because, well, first of all, it was in regards to the Panama Papers, which leaked, I think, like thousands of documents yeah. about famous people mostly. Yeah. Having all these offshore accounts that had no tax breaks on them. Right. So basically they get to, like, they kept every single penny right. that they had. I think a lot of it had to do with her not being of, like, political power. I think people were more concerned about that. Yeah. Than actors keeping their money. Yeah, exactly. You know, because, like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. But still, it's weird that she would be involved in that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so strange. Yeah, it's also, kind of out of the She's a nugget. Exactly. So I think, like, who advised her like that? Absolutely. Very weird. It's also, weird. if you want to see some real hatred in the world, go through the trending topic of Caitlyn Jenner being on the cover of Sports Illustrated oh, yeah. naked. Yeah. It's one of the scariest things I've ever done. I was reading it for, like, an hour. <laughs> Y'all, we ugly. <laughs> the world is ugly. Okay, so that's our podcast for this week. If you want to talk to us outside of this, you can email us your question at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. You can find episode. us on youtube.com slash tall paul pictures. You can find us on facebook.com slash let's chat with curry. On it. Stop. You're going to make me laugh. Stop waving in the air. I always have, I don't know why I do that. You can find us on Instagram at curry terrell and at adrian j gomez. Oh, and you can find us on Twitter at curry terrell at yo adrian gomez it's like an earthquake. thank you so much for listening we really appreciate you have a great week bye bye